0: Welcome to Top Dealer Podcast, the show where we talk innovative and disruptive automotive dealer strategies from around the world with some of the leading general managers and owners of dealerships and help you understand what you can do today to future-proof your business and to go to the next level. I'm Dave Benson and our co-host is Glenn Lundy, ready for strategies. Let's tune in. This week's episode is sponsored by carloan.com. If your dealership is looking to grow its special finance department, Interactive Financial Marketing's carloan.com lead program will do exactly that. They're the largest generator of organic, exclusive leads in the automotive industry, spending around a million dollars per month in PPC. Tell them the Hustle and Grind team sent you for pricing that you will love. Check out their website at www.interactivefmg.com. Welcome to the Top Dealer Show. I'm Dave Benson. And in this week's episode where we talk to dealers that are innovating and disrupting the automotive world we're going to talk to an amazing guest who has been nominated for time dealer of the year in 2019 he is the dealer principal of Rimrock Auto Group in Billings Montana Steve Zabawa is going to be our guest he's also the co-founder of web which is an amazing software solution that's innovating and disrupting the marketplace he is the father of seven the grandfather of nine and counting uh, has over 200 dealer stuff in his five dealers and doing a lot to change the way that the auto Automotive landscape is set up we look forward to having Steve and interviewing him right now welcome to the program Steve Zabawa
1: thank you Dave and Glenn appreciate you guys uh, taking the uh, step on disruption and, and making our car business better so thanks for having me
2: on absolutely man it's a pleasure to have you on being a guy from Arizona myself I know that originally you came out of Phoenix, Arizona, and made the big move to Billings, Montana. Why don't you give us a little breakdown of the history of how you made it from Phoenix, the good old desert, out to Billings?
1: Well, I, uh, I went broke uh, 32 years ago in the uh, timeshare condominium business, had three projects, and moved to Phoenix. Then uh, my wife said, you might want to go get a job. And uh, <laughs> uh, my partner, John Sories in Rimrock Auto Group, uh, went 32 years ago because he went go- also on a uh, restaurant business. And so we started selling cars at the same place 32 years ago. And now our lifetime partners in the car dealerships together. And it's been quite an, uh, a deal, but we used to compete against the uh, Larry Van Tile with ABC Nissan. We were running Culliver Nissan just North of there. And uh, we got, we got well taught and, uh, and then that, uh, moved up the ladder down there in Phoenix over six years, ended up running stores. Then we had a chance to buy a car dealership up in Billings, Montana. And we said, let's go for it. This will be maybe our only chance. And, uh, we started with 11% of shares in one store and now we have a hundred percent shares in five stores and we got 200 wonderful, uh, committed employees, partners, and, uh, we're rocking the market up in Billings. And during this time period also, uh, we decided six years ago to build a an application that actually digitally retails a car, also called WebBuy. So that's that's what we've been busy with. F- Phoenix was fabulous for our family, but Billings is just as fabulous. It's a great place to raise
2: a family. So it's been good. That's incredible, man. I love I love how you said that. You uh, not how you how you said, but I love that the both of you, both of you guys went broke. You went broke in your original endeavors, but yet you came together, fought through, didn't quit kept building. I mean, you guys were up, you know, I know, I know what that's like down in Phoenix, you know, those van tile stores and the, uh, you know, it's like a, a meat market out there, best prices slashing, all kinds of crazy. You got, you got Dale Earnhardt riding around on a bull, you know, <laughs> saying, and that ain't no bull. He's riding around on chickens and cows and different kinds of crazy stuff. And I remember what the industry was like back then. And it was cutthroat for sure. So I love that, uh, that you guys, you know, came out of the ashes like phoenixes and rose to the top. Pretty inspiring.
1: Thank you. Secret to the deal, Glenn, is you can never give up. You always got to be looking for the next thing and you got to be uh, flexible. You know, you got to be willing to make changes and move forward, and especially if it's a gut feeling of yours and you say, hey, you know, this is definitely the future. I got to go for it. So, like in 2002, uh, our company was on the 380p servers up in, in Billings, Montana. We decided, hey, let's go in the cloud. And we went in the cloud and with IP phones also, and uh, a lot of Dell computers. And before you knew it, we were rocking uh, the bill inch market through innovation, through technology, and just using it better, quicker, faster. And it helped our customers communicate with us, find us.
0: When I think of better, quicker, faster, you tell us more about Webbuy. This is so, you know you've been in the uh, the automotive industry for thirty years plus, and you know dealer principal twenty four years plus, but yeah. You, you jumped on the cloud um, back in the, the early um, uh, early days, and now you've you've founded this uh, this company called WebBuy. Tell us a little bit about that and how that's disrupting the market
1: Well, just like uh, the dealer management systems, you need to have those about thirty years ago, and then about fifteen years ago, dealer websites started really becoming a big part of everybody's business, and then CRMs have been a big part of everybody's business for about a decade. I believe the next big thing that every dealer across the country will be jumping into over the next 24 months, 36 months will be digital retailing. And that's uh, our biggest uh, issue in the car business I believe today is that uh, we're still doing business the traditional way and we're not doing it digitally. So just think about all the big box store guys like Sears and Roebuck and other people Walmart, you know, different ones that have gone out of business because they haven't digitally adapted. and. Uh, I just think that us as car dealers, we need to be looking at a digital retailing application that it can allow our customers to click the buy versus the traditional way of buying. I'm not saying every it's traditional way of buying is going away in any stretch. People like doing it that way, continue doing it that way. But there are a certain amount of people that are going to CarMax, Carvana and Tesla are all digitally retailing cars and they're stealing our customers as we speak. So unless we start competing with those guys digitally, Head on and make it easier, quicker, better, faster for our customers to buy a car. We're going to lose the battle in the end if we're not careful.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. And it's interesting. It's interesting because in the auto industry, we've been able to make a lot of money for a long time doing things the same way. And I think that because of that, I think that's part of the reason that the auto industry kind of stays behind. We're all hesitant to change, right? Because we've been able to do it, you know, do it so well for so long. But I agree with you, you know, a thousand percent. It's an interesting niche. People still want to drive cars. People still want to touch them. They still want to feel them. They still want to smell them. It's the second largest purchase, you know, of their life. And so it's still very emotional, but at the same time, the demand is out there for the Amazon type experience. So where you know how do how do we balance that? How do we give the customers that same emotional experience, but do it in a digital way?
1: Yeah. So uh, CNBC had a great deal on Kohl's the other day. They have a lot of brick and mortar, but fifteen percent of their business is strictly internet. 15% 15% is internet plus the, the, the combination of the brick and mortar where the person sees it online but goes into the store and completes the transaction. And then 70% is traditional walk-in. So they're remodeling themselves right now to continue to expand if they need to do it digitally. I just think car dealers need to do that same type of model for the future.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I can, I can follow that. What do you think, Dave.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was in London uh, about 18 months ago and walked into um, one of the big shopping centers there and, uh, and Hyundai, uh, Mercedes-Benz and uh, another franchise that I can't remember all had a, a presence in the shopping center and the ability to, uh, again, take ourselves to where the market is. Tell me about uh, WebBuy and, and drill down for us about exactly how Webby works. Um, and how, how it actually takes, you know, the whole retailing experience to the customer.
1: All right. So six years ago, my co-founding partner, Tom Murray, he used to run the largest warranty group, the warranty group at Aon, a service contract business in the world. We both came up with the idea about the same time. And we saw all these brown boxes being dropped off to my kids and said, what is going on? And with this Amazon stuff. And we said, why can't we sell a car digitally? And that's where it start, started. Then we went to the big, uh, partners in the car business, the OEMs and the banks, the lenders, and then the car dealers and so forth and said, Hey, how do we build a, a digital retailing platform where someone can go up online at 11 o'clock at night, click on a car dealership's website, find the car that they want, and then press the buy now button right next to that car when they're ready to be motivated to buy it. And so that's what we've done. We've invented software that does that. And we've done the 10 steps of the sale digitally. So automated lien payoffs industry first, we're connected to route one. We have 1300 lenders on our system. We can get you approved three or four ways with competing lenders in 60 seconds. It's the most amazing thing you've ever seen because you're working Mm -hmm. in technology there now, finally. And then we also have an amazing, our own IP where we can hit a car for the trade exactly the same way that car dealer does in his showroom. So we built an application that is all protects all the profit centers of a car dealer and does it the exact same way they do it in the in the store, but we do it online digitally. So we've hooked up to tax title license, we've hooked up to incentives and rebates, we've hooked up to the lenders, we've hooked up to the car valuations, we've hooked up to auto check and Carfax. All the things that we do on a our car dealer's desk to desk a deal, we have done automated for that car dealer or for that consumer It's consumer-facing software, which is really cool. So they they can do it in the showroom or online, start online, finish in the showroom, start in the showroom, finish online, and they just click to buy. And uh, they get exactly what, transparent pricing, it's quick, it's efficient, it's fair. Uh, And uh, I had a lady at 4.40 in the morning the other day from Washington, hit on our GMC truck store and and bought a Cadillac Escalade for 95,000 bucks, did it in less than 30 minutes, got three approvals, trade in the whole bit. And my uh, Jacob stories, my son, my partner's son called me up and said, you know, she, I didn't have to lift a finger for this car deal. It was all done for us. So that's, that's what's happening with Web Buy. That's what we've been able to do. And we've we partnered with the biggest and the best in the industry and, and all that integration's done. And it's actually commercially ready and we're installing across the country right now. Well so
0: done. She Stan. goes
2: on. Yeah, that's great, man. That's phenomenal. So, she, so this lady went on filled out the credit app, got the loan approved, got the trade appraisal, agreed to the the deal, got all the pricing. Then what happens when she shows up to pick up the vehicle?
1: Well, in this case, uh, she put $500 down in PayPal, which locked her deal up. We contacted her first thing in the morning when we got in the dealership. She wanted it actually delivered to her in Washington. So she paid an extra 500 bucks for the delivery and we worked out the paperwork. So, uh, she was super happy. So we think about how you have to be more flexible for the consumer. Consumer wants to save time. That's really, really big to them these days. And, and, and the, car, the traditional car buying process is just the opposite of that. That's, that's the, the rub. The egos, uh, the back and forth, the time, uh, and people, and the non-transparency. I had to look myself in the mirror, you know, six years ago and say, if we're going to do something like this, I got to get rid of all my old habits. You know, it's kind of like repenting, you know, and cleaning up my act. And that's what we've had to do. And so we now we're transparent. Now we're quick. We're efficient. We're using automation. And quite frankly, a lot of the technology is just finally there. The APIs that are necessary to do all this at 11 o'clock at night, because we have to get tax title license perfect in all 50 states and all the municipalities and tag, you know, it's, it's a, it's a bear to get it right, you know, in the car dealership. Just think of what your F and I manager does to actually bill out a deal. We're doing that, and we, we've got it pretty well drilled down now, where we're penny perfect on a buyer's order, and the, the loan approvals are not pre-approvals, guys. These are actually hard approvals with reserve built in there for the dealer, and the customers are clicking on. And we got Ally Bank, Bank of America, all these different banks are competing against each other. It's wonderful. It's got it's lender choice. It's consumer choice for lenders. For the first time in the car business think about that Get yeah, your head that's,
2: a, that's amazing man that's amazing and then the time I'm with you on the time I I recently quit my job <laughs> and immediately after having doing so I'd had a demo for you know eight years so I had to buy a car I knew exactly which vehicle I wanted and I knew everything about the process because obviously I bought it from the dealership that um that i that i was leaving and it still took me two and a half hours to get through you know and 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 buy this cheap grand cherokee and i know the system i know the process i know what to expect and it still was like man this takes too long and it's frustrating i can only imagine you know what it looks like from the customer's view and their standpoint when time is is the most valuable thing on the planet to all of us you know you talk about always helping customers find the right vehicle for the best reasons, right? Talk, talk to us a little bit about that a little bit more. What are the best reasons?
1: Well, the, uh, we just built this brand new Subaru store. It's $14 million. It's absolutely breathtaking, beautiful, up in buildings. We sell, that's our biggest franchise up there. And we opened up the showroom to click to buy when we got the building finished. And we saw consumers go in, sit down with the coach, we call them, and they were actually able to click to buy the car. And instead of taking that two hours, two and a half hours, they were done negotiating everything, all that piece in less than 30 minutes. And that's including the trade and financing. And then they go back to finance and do the normal 30 minutes back there and they were out. And so I'm not sure I'm quite answering your question there, Glenn, but the, the bottom line is that you know digitally, it can be the enhancement for you and the consumers that go through our process are, are extreme, extremely excited. Billings is a very regional sale, so we have people coming in from two, three, four-hour drives to Billings, Montana, because there's nothing else around us, right? All these little towns, and they have to come to Billings to buy their cars for the most part. They want selection, but when they come into town, they do not want to waste eight hours at the dealership. They want to get in and out in an hour or two and get over to Costco, go over and see uh, you know garth brooks at the concert at the rimrock auto arena or whatever they, they they want to do other things they want to go eat at the restaurants and so forth and uh so we're really trying to accommodate them i,
0: I love it steve so tell me you know the, the dealers that are out there that, that are listening to this that you, they hear it but you've got your foot in both camps here like you've got you've just spent millions and millions of dollars on a brand new showroom but you're not scared of what's what's happening from a digital aspect how do we, how do we do both and what do you say to those dealers that are a little bit hesitant in the space about change
1: well i don't see uh, the dealership going away we have parts we have service we have the customers want to come down and touch and smell and feel the car they still need to be you know coached through the system and answer their questions so i don't see the brick and mortar going away at all i i can see Bigger stores happening and more consolidation, that type of stuff. But I, I, the a salesperson's invaluable. What I see is that because a salesman can turn a deal around quicker, instead of doing two deals on Saturday, now they can do three deals. I just see them selling instead of 10 cars a month, 15 cars a month. And I see the, the, the biggest problem in a car dealership are the egos and the negotiating piece and all the stress that comes with that. And quite frankly, most customers and most salespeople, if you really ask them, to be honest, they would prefer not to have to do that. And by doing transparent pricing, kind of a best pricing strategy, I see that as a big trend in the industry. I'm in hundreds of dealerships regularly all across the country, and I just see more and more transparency happening. I see the dealers wanting to be quicker about it. I see, you know, uh, uh, more best pricing strategies regularly. And that's if you're online, that's what you need to do because he, it's got to be quicker, better, faster. Figure out what your best price is. Check your competition. Be competitive. Don't don't race to the bottom. You know, keep your profit. You know, like, there's only so many cars out there and there's only so many consumers. We need to be protective of that so we can pay for all this and have a good net profit. So I'm in, I'm in favor of having a good net profit, but doing through transparency, best pricing, and quickness through technology.
0: But you don't think the dealership's going away anytime soon? I know it's not. It's,
1: and then there's no way for it to go away. No, no there's they, yeah. dealerships and salespeople and management. I can see like CarMax is pretty cool. Now, my partner used to sell all the service contracts to CarMax for 15 years through the uh, warranty group. And so he watched how they digitally retail cars in their showroom. They do not have sales managers. They do not have finance managers. They have a finance uh, person assistant that does the paperwork. But they do everything digitally, and it's in it's in 30 minutes. You know, it's half the time or a quarter of the time that it normally does. That's why people go to CarMax, and most of the car dealers never have taken the time to go to do the CarMax experience. I went out and bought a car in Manchester, New Hampshire, the other day, and I did it just to understand exactly how they did it. They had a guy that was a musician, part time musician as a salesman. Worst salesman I've ever met in my life. He would not last one hour in, in Larry Van Tile's shop. Okay, not one. And, uh, and there was no management team there to TO it. There was no aggression in the deal. And they just let me buy my Cadillac, my used Cadillac. They, they had 5,000 vehicles to choose from, even though they only had 300 cars on the lot, because they kind of consolidate their inventory in the region. I'll have it here in a couple days, fill out the credit app. In 60 seconds, I had an approval by CarMax. Boom. And then I just had to make a decision. And that's what they're doing. You know, they're, they're quicker, better, fastering us in there. And CarMax is making little stores all across America. And that's pissing off the new car dealers because we're, they're starting to steal our used car business. Carvana, you guys watch that? Have you seen those yet, yep. Dave? Oh, yeah. Now, they're making fun of us, right? And their commercials. They're just making total fun of us. And they're stealing our business also. And what they're doing, they're building these little glass towers in all the major cities right next to the interstates. saying Carvana.com. Go there. And they're just going to carvana.com and they're buying a program car and then they're shipping it to their house and having them sign up but it's a digital deal so we need to have a tool as a new car dealer to compete against carvana tesla and carmax and uh, web buy offers that
2: now steve when you were all all, all of this stuff this is it, it, it's crazy it's new territory it's new water you know it's uncharted waters there's a lot of vendors out there, there's a lot of different people offering things and saying, you know, we can do this or you need to do this, so on and so forth. So as you as you guys were going through this journey, which obviously you've kind of cleared a path and created something pretty incredible, but as you were going through the journey, how did you sort out like these are the type of people I do want to do business with? These are the people I don't like what are the the things to look out for as you start to make as you start to change your dealership for all the dealers that are listening today, what are the things to look out for as you're, you're starting to add technology into your, your buildings and your processes?
1: Well, you got to actually have something that works. Okay, there, There's a lot of fancy calculators out there, and, and they have a lot of flash, but they don't allow the consumer to naturally go down the path to make good decisions to building that buyer's order. So you, you really need to just basically, the 10 steps of the sale is a proven way for 50 years now that uh, really Pat Ryan right kind of created the F&I office and the 10 steps of the sale and then, and then started offering different F&I products which we make a lot of money on. So we wanna, it's very important that we don't disrupt our profit centers while we're trying to switch over to technology if that makes sense. So we gotta be very careful to continue to be transparent But, you know, very in tune with pricing. So we still make a dollar on the front end sale. We still collect our dock fee. We still hit the trade correctly and we explain it to them. It's amazing when you have transparency in how you value their trade, the customer will say, okay, I'll take that $6,000 offer you made. I wanted eight, but I see I'm missing my key fobs. My daughter lost those. My wife did the ding in the door over there. I, I know about that. I broke the windshield when I was driving over to Missoula. I get that. And I know you have to recondition the car, but once you actually be very transparent and straightforward, like they do on Amazon or eBay or any other places, you know, it allows the consumer to make a quality decision and move forward in the deal. And they're willing to do it digitally. Uh, it's, it's been proven. Now, I didn't know if it was going to work a year ago because our product wasn't commercially ready. We weren't hooked up to Route One. We didn't have auto check in the background. We weren't hooked up to J.E. Powers, Mannheim, all that type of stuff. But now we are. Now, once a consumer gets the chance to do it, they're going to be bragging about it on uh, YouTube and then they're going to be bragging about it on Facebook. And once that starts, holy smokes, I, I just see a snowball coming and it's going to get bigger and bigger. It's going to be, you know, snowman here pretty soon.
2: That's awesome, man. I love how you say kind of stick to the, to, the, to the grassroots process to the 10 steps process, but just do it in a smoother, faster, more efficient and more transparent way. I think that's incredibly valuable. And you're, you're hundred percent right, man. There are, there's, there's the calculators, there's the flash, there's all the different things. We tested so many different uh, things at the dealership I was running. We tested, you know, uh, I won't throw out any names, but we tested a lot of things that on the, on the front looked like they were advanced and on the front looked like it was really going to enhance the customer experience. And on the front looked like it was a a full purchase from beginning to end, but in reality it wasn't. So that's pretty amazing that you guys have been able to put it together, all 10 steps, get them from beginning to end. That is quite the disruption. And I agree with you as more and more people experience it and they post about it and they talk about it and they share it. It's going to impact this industry on a massive level, and it's awesome that you're at the front front, front side of that.
1: And what's really cool, Glenn, is that the the more advanced uh, uh, tech savvy car dealers, the Finley Auto Group down there in uh, in the you know the Las Vegas area, they're jumping on board. Sewell down in Dallas are jumping on board, and and they're they're doing it in a very calculated, clean, really. A beautiful white label approach on on a classy basis. So each dealer you can you can mold it to whatever. You, if you go to the Auto Success magazine for November, we're on the front cover there with uh, Steve Taylor. He's it's been in his stores for a little over a year. He's doing really well with his eight stores with Webbuy and it's 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 the Taylor Automotive Express. You know, it allows them to sell cars quicker, better, faster, and it's it, and it's really helping them move the market up there. So. Uh, there's dealers all across the country doing it now it's it's working they're really getting good at placing their banners and their buttons and and figuring out how to train their team to uh, handle the the digital customer rather than the old traditional way you don't want to start someone digitally and then throw them back into the old meat grinder traditional way okay so you, you want to be able to be a little bit smarter at how you handle them when they
0: hit the property Keep yeah there's a a whole stack of training around that, Steve, that's, uh, you know, that's, do you have specific stuff that handle those like a, a separate BDC that ha- handled the digital inquiry separate to your current sales team?
1: Yes. You need, you need someone that's not just going to say, get the appointment, get the appointment, get the appointment. The customer is on the app. They just want to be co- coached through it right online. Yeah. And, and then you can just coach them right through it. And then uh, we're even building an avatar right now to walk people through our application. So uh, we found that it was at Brian Pash's uh, digital retailing face-off here last month down in uh, Palm Beach, down in Florida. And I, I noticed after watching these 12-minute demos of consumers going on there, I said, "Consumers, you know, need some coaching online. See, when they're in the showroom, we can coach them through the process. You know, click the buy if they if they stray or they have any questions. They don't like your value on your trade, whatever the deal is. You can keep moving them forward. But there's no human that's on the software, right?" To take oh push this button over here. You forgot to push. You fill this and you know, that type of stuff. So your BDC needs to be really tuned in to know what the application is on every page and be able to move them forward because then they ring the PayPal account. Boom, and you got yourself a deal, and that locks the customer in for their their savings and their their, and then they can move forward.
0: So Steve, I've got to ask you. There, there's some massive opportunity. Uh, right there and uh, and kudos to you for for just taking this opportunity and running with it. It, it, Obviously, like you said, over the the next three years or so, this is going to be massive for for every dealership, not just in the country, but across the world to to go digital and still have the the brick and mortar. Tell me what you see are the biggest issues and and challenges that are facing current dealerships, whether it's profitability or, you know, what are some of the big things that we are going to face in the next three years and really how we overcome those?
1: Well, great, great question. Uh, I just think Carvana, car, Tesla, and CarMax is three of the big ones. Uh, basically, our heads in the sand a lot. And as a car dealer, we have been so ingrained to do the ten steps of sale. The the desk managers are such control freaks, and the F and I managers are are control freaks also and to allow the digital process to work they gotta pre-program the software to do what they normally do every day and if they allow the software to work then they'll free themselves up for more time to train more time to get their cars ready more buy more cars online do all the other things that they need to do to get really good at being a, a general sales manager desk manager I manager so my suggestion is is that uh, allow you know just like an iphone or an Android has so many features on it that if you allow it to work, it can organize you quicker, better, faster. You can communicate quicker. Just think about how text has taken over the world, right? And, and just allow these technologies to get quicker, better, faster communication with your consumer and, and get the, uh, uh, the point across to them. So I, I think it's, it's really now, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, am I gonna be a control freak and, and I'm gonna not allow the digital thing to happen in my showroom? Or am I going to allow it to happen, and, and let me let me encourage it, and let me uh, embrace it, and let me become part of it? That's that's the big problem right now. That's what I see when I go into dealerships, and they say, "Well, I don't need to do that yet." I, I hit one Auto Group here uh, close by up here in Boston yesterday, and they said, "You know, I, I don't see where I need to do that." You know, and I, I'm not. We're not, That's not on our horizon in 19. Then after I explained it to Chris and Chris for a couple more minutes, they said, Oh, okay. Well, we'll meet you at NADA and uh, we'll want to go through a presentation there and then learn more about this. Okay, so then now so you just have to bend their ear a little bit. If they hear this podcast, there they're gonna, okay, I, I get it now. So I, I just think most people just are naive right now. They don't know what's out there. They don't they are they're seeing fancy calculators, but they haven't seen anything actually can that digitally can do a deal. And and you gotta remember we're dealer created. We're dealer funded, 10 auto groups in the country own us. And and we're we're based right in that 10 steps of the sale. And this year in 19, we're building the five steps to the F&I process. So we'll have an electronic F&I menu to the penny and with all the offerings, plus we're using Route 1Z contracting will be online now. So these customers can actually now do the whole deal online.
2: Pretty crazy, man. That's, that's, That's really crazy. It's really impressive. And going back to referring to the employees, we're talking about the staff and the mindsets of the sales managers and, and kind of having to, to change all that. I understand uh, what, what you're dealing with there. I understand that what that looks like. But it, pr- it poses the question, knowing what the future, not knowing, but having an idea of what the future may look like in the auto industry, is it time for us to change or just start relooking at who we hire? in the auto industry Mm
1: -hmm. great question yeah so i believe what will happen is you know how best buy salespeople are are very product driven they know their product they're not pushy they're just there to help and process right and they'll even go up online with at the same time and buy it off the best buy website if you need to so uh we need more of that salesperson and and carmax quite frankly they've done a little bit of that they've gone low pressure more three to four five thousand dollar a month salespeople that are there for product concerns and help the consumer through the deal. They're very product driven and they, they really know their product. They're very good at delivering their product and making sure that the consumer gets the right one. I think that's in, instead of having this big ego and be the big closer, you know, by doing best price and a digital process, most of that need is gone. Now, what you really need is a smiling face. that's going to be there consistently for the consumer, answer their questions, stay in touch with them, do a great delivery, find the right one for them. I think that's where it's going. And I think they'll get paid differently. They won't be paid so much on the gross profit as they will be on the uh, how many units they pump out and their bonuses and so forth, which a lot of dealership auto groups have gone to here recently.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. I agree. We switched over to a volume um, type pay plan. It was interesting though. We switched to the volume pay plan, but yet the store was still you know, running on like a, on the old, <laughs> it's like, we changed one side of it. We changed the part where the sales guys get paid a little different, but then we didn't change it on our sales managers and, and GSMs and GMs. Every, everybody on that side was focused on gross. So we had, we had one part of the team focused on just an incredible experience for the, for the customer uh, just trying to push the units and the other team focusing on gross. And I think there was some conflict uh, there for sure. So I think it'll be really interesting going forward over the next few years, really interesting to see how that dynamic unfolds. I see what you see. I see a lot more uh, best buy, tech savvy, millennial minded creatives. Uh, much I see a much more of that than you know the old school, let's go arm wrestle to start off every day and see who's the strongest.
1: Yeah. So great point. The shops is a, you should probably have them on next. Uh, they're down in Denver, Colorado. And what they've done is that they've actually opened up a brand new highline store with none of that bad thinking, uh, not that bad thinking, but old schools thinking.
2: Sure. Sure. And
1: They just totally went new school and they're killing it. They, they outsold every other, other of their competitors in that marketplace. And in six months they were just, just ran by everybody with a brand new store. And so and I believe that's just the, that's the new way of doing business. And it does you don't have to change all the way, but you need to be, uh, everybody needs to buy in from the dealer, the general manager, the GSM, the sales managers, the FNI management team, and the salespeople need to all be on the same page and just realize, Hey, some customers want to be handled traditionally. Some people want to be handled, uh, the new way, call it the new way, the digital way. So let's just be, let's do it both ways. Let's be, uh, you know, do whatever the consumer wants. That's they're going to be happy. There's a lot of people now that have never bought anything through a car dealership the traditional way. All they've ever done is digital. You know, they're digital natives, they're youngsters, and they bought everything on Amazon and stuff. They're not used to <laughs> talking to somebody and having to actually. Yeah.
0: Steve, you have sh- shared so much gold in the last half an hour. i you know my my mind is is blown. I've, I think about the marketing strategy of what you just simply shared is is find out what what people want and then give it to them. I mean it is the most simplest marketing strategy in the world, and people want to buy digitally don't they so uh, Steve Zabala, I want to thank you for being on Top Dealer. It's been an ab- absolute privilege and I look forward to hearing more about how WebBuy uh, goes over the next 12 months and we'll uh, we'll see you at NADA. Look forward to it, Dave. Glenn, it's been a pleasure today. Thank you.
2: Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for your time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Top Dealer. Make sure you go and visit our website, thesaleshustlers.com for all the other episodes and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode.